Hi everybody, this is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm joined by my friend Pratik Patel. Pratik is a registered sports dietitian and strength and conditioning coach and currently serves as the director of human performance for Nick's Hydration. In this episode, we discuss how alcohol impacts your body and what you can do to mitigate negative outcomes if you decide to go out and have a few drinks. We also discuss new research regarding how alcohol consumption impacts brain volume. And that was pretty startling. But before we get started, please hit the subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on, as you'll always know when we drop a new episode, and it's an awesome way that you can help support the show. So now it's time to lean in and learn from the best. Pratik, if I choose to consume alcohol, what can I do to mitigate the bad outcomes that could happen? It's a great question. I think when you choose to consume is just as important as the steps you take to help mitigate some of the negative physiological effects. So we know that if you if you drink alcohol closer and closer to bedtime, you're, it's not going to provide the body with enough time to get all the alcohol out. So if you do choose to drink, earlier in the day is actually better because you'll have more time for the body to actually get a chance to process it and get back to normal from a physiological perspective. If that's not an opportunity, you know, say you're going out with friends, family, you're going to have a drink at dinner, but you know you're not a consistent consumer and that drink is going to be more impactful or more negative than somebody that's used to feeling a certain way. They know how much they can tolerate and not have any issues with sleep or how they feel the next day. All we want to do is recognize, okay, what is it that the alcohol actually does to the body and how does it take us from, you know, our normal self and out of baseline? So we know it dehydrates us. We know it depletes certain micronutrients. We know it affects hormone status. And we know that it, if you're somebody who's active, it decreases muscle protein synthesis. It interferes with the body's ability to replenish muscle glycogen. So knowing that, having a plan in place prior to uh, say like, okay, I can consume additional fluid, maybe some electrolytes prior to drinking. So then that kind of n- negates the dehydrating effects of alcohol, whether it's you have a plan in place before, or if you finish up with your dinner, you finish up with your social outing or whatever it is that you're doing and you make a note to drink an extra 12, 16 ounces plus maybe some electrolytes that's, you know, forward in in sodium. Mm -hmm. That'll help with retaining more fluid, you know, increasing plasma volume instead of it being that much of an issue with dehydration. And the next is it does deplete and it interferes with the body's ability to utilize macronutrients. So it might be difficult in that process or in that time frame to make sure that you have enough in, but if you've eaten a pretty good diet, you've, you know, take a multivitamin earlier in the day, the next morning, same thing, you know, you have something to eat, not anything overly heavy. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I just want some comfort food. Yeah. I got to have something greasy. That's what happens when you drink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but ideally you would just stay on your similar routine. You know, uh-huh. what's, what's normal to you in terms of what you're going to eat. And then you kind of make sure that you get in those micronutrients, you know, things like that have B vitamins things that assist with energy production too, because we do have that issue with alcohol crossing the blood-brain barrier and interfering with cognitive function in the brain. So B vitamins, magnesium, maybe even something that could be potentially utilized as a nootropic, uh, choline, um, curcumin, 
creatine, <laughs> as we've, we've discussed before. before yeah. yeah. And then understanding that a lot of people will probably engage and drink a little bit more on the weekends because, you know, hey, work's done. Uh, I can still get up, but a little bit later. Some people like to be weekend warriors and go to the gym or do something active to sweat out alcohol, alcohol. that they consume. There's nothing wrong with that. But when we recognize what the studies show, what the studies say is you don't want to push yourself over the top because your body's already in a stress state. You know, it, there has been an influence on your hormone levels. You don't have the optimized muscle glycogen status to go through a you know high intensity long duration workout. Mm -hmm. So what they found is ways to mitigate the negative effects of alcohol consumption. If you do something low to moderate intensity, not over the top. So don't try to don't try to set PRs in the weight room or with the activity that you choose to engage in. But it's good to just get up and get about. Like trying to sleep it off isn't necessarily the greatest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. because the longer you wait to get fluid back in your system, to get your brain moving, blood flowing, the longer it's still going to be until you feel normal. So if, if you understand these things, then again, people are going to choose to drink alcohol or not. It's prevalent in cultures all over the world. It's not going anywhere. But if you put these plans in place, you'll feel a lot better the next day. It won't throw you off your game or your rhythm or your routine. So you can continue to just feel like a normal person and not feel like, okay, I have to completely abstain if that's not what you want to do or you're not ready to do so. So hydration, making sure that you're getting micronutrients earlier in the day, understanding the impact later on exercise and things like that, maybe even cognition a little bit. So, um, you know, something that you and I have chatted about before, you know, the average person that, you know, they say, you know, half a glass of alcohol, you know, I just want to bring this up because I think it's super fascinating there's a new paper talking about like if, if you drink a half a glass, which is four ounces of alcohol consistently at night, what happens when you start drinking more? Yeah. They, a half a drink, they equate that to as being one unit of alcohol. Mm -hmm. So a full drink is two units. So say you go from, you know, four ounces of wine to eight ounces. So you go from one unit to two units. What they found is it impacts the, the structure of the brain in the white and gray matter to where it's the equivalent of, you aging prematurely just with how the brain changes by one to two years. And then when you go from two units to three units, it's almost the same equivalent. Now you've aged yourself almost three to 3.3 years. Just how strong alcohol affects the body and the brain. It's, it's, it's wild to think, you know, just something as small as drinking four ounces to eight ounces can actually have that impact. So there's been a lot of studies showing, okay, it's okay to have maybe one drink uh, every now and then. Maybe it's red wine because of the polyphenol content, mm -hmm. because of the resveratrol from the grapes. But now when we start thinking about it, it, it's more along the lines of how often you're doing it. And this is more for the regular consumption if you're drinking half a unit a day and then you bump it up. Not, oh, I have maybe four ounces a week. You know, it's not to that yeah. same magnitude. But if you're drinking four ounces, let's say, every other day, and all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm going to start going to two, two drinks or one full unit or one full unit to two full units. I mean, you're literally impacting the structure of your brain, which can impact your longevity. So I think the big take homes here are you can't run away from the effects of alcohol. It is a depressant. Maybe you don't feel like it depresses your mood, but that's the impact it has on your body globally. You need to understand how it impacts hydration levels and what the impact is going to be the next day. So make sure that you're hydrating, you're getting uh, electrolytes, micronutrients early in the day, eat a clean diet. And then you may want to carefully consider 
if you're going to start drinking more, you can't regenerate neurological tissue yet. And that's why like these debilitating diseases like Parkinson's and stuff, it's not like muscle tissue or other things like your skin that just grows back pretty fast. You have very few precious neurological cells and we need to make sure that we take care of them. So if you're going to drink alcohol, you got to outweigh, you know, is, is it worth the cost? So I really appreciate you talking about this today. If you learned something today about alcohol that you didn't know, would you please consider taking a screenshot of the podcast and sharing it with a friend? Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.